Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for listening to and supporting Crime Over Wine, the only podcast with head-scratching true crime stories that are just better over a bottle of wine. I'm your host, Liam Collins, and I am here again with my friend, meteorologist Jed Kristoff. Hello, Jed. Hey, Liam. How's it going? Uh, You know, I wasn't expecting to be back so soon. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, so great point, because we are providing you an update episode um, to the episode we just did with Jed uh, a couple weeks back. It's episode 13. um, And... It is the um, the Bodies in Lake Mead episode. So if you have not listened to that episode, go back, stop what you're doing, go back a couple episodes, listening to that episode, because otherwise you are going to be like totally lost on what we're about to talk about, because we're providing with you a little bit of an update to that story. So pause, go back, listen to that episode. Okay, cool. So we are coming on to let you all know that almost... Every single set of remains that have been found in Lake Mead over the last couple of years have been identified. Yeah, and isn't that just crazy impressive, especially kind of how we talked about last time, about how the remains are just like a bone here and there. Yeah, that- right. Oh, Incredible. And yeah, I think, and again, like you said, and because I have a lot of questions about this, which I think we're going to get to in a second. But like you said, I mean, I, like the, like, um, like the science has, I must have, like, you know, absolutely, like, like, you know, gone leaps and bounds over the last couple of years because this, that would never would have happened. I mean, even 10 years ago, right? But I mean, the, the, um, you know, because, because where we left off in episode 13, I mean, we had all these remains and we had like a kind of good idea of where one was, um, and or who one was. And we, we knew for sure where another set of remains remains were, but we had like, I think it was six sets of remains, um, you know, that we had no idea who they were, who they belonged to, where they came from, none of it. And like you said, there were, you know, was a jawbone here and there, you know, other pieces of bones that we didn't really know about. Um, and, you know, here we are. Now we know exactly who they are. So why don't we get into who we now know who these people are? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, so, you know, like we said, so we had, um, you know, six sets of remains that were not identified, seven total at the end of episode 13. The first set that was found was presumed to be Bobby Eugene Shaw. The second was confirmed to be 47-year-old Thomas Ernt, but there were five more discoveries still waiting to be identified. Well, the good news is the rest of those remains have been identified. Three of those sets belong to one person. The other two belong to somebody else. The first three sets of remains found on July 25th. 5th, August 6th, and August 15th. Again, if you listen to um, episode 13, we kind of broke that down pretty clearly. All belong to Claude Russell Pessinger. Those, these were the remains all found along Boulder Swim Beach and were indeed believed to belong to the same person at the time. Now, Claude's case, I have to say, is really, really interesting. Frankly, probably worth an episode of his own. Claude was 52 years old when he went fishing on Lake Mead in July of 1998. According to the Las Vegas Review Journal, Claude's boat was found driving on the lake in circles while he was nowhere to be found. The coroner's office was just this month able to positively identify his remains, but they have not been able to determine a cause or manner of death. Yeah, that one is really kind of weird. They just found his boat driving in circles like that. It makes me think maybe maybe he was going pretty fast and hit something and went overboard. Mm. I weird <laughs> yeah that is weird and i'm wondering like if he was like a, like believed to be alone like did he was it, was it like common for him to just go out on the boat like by himself and and do this and then maybe like you said like maybe fell off you know maybe you know went swimming or something but it's i guess it would be weird i guess that the the if he went swimming and drowned that the boat would still be going so that's kind of yeah. strange to me on that note so yeah i'm wondering like is it 
possible that somebody else was like around at the time? Like, is that the thinking? Again, lots of like question marks on this case that I have a lot of questions about. Um, and, you know, it seems like, you know, investigators even have a lot of questions about that, too. Yeah, that's definitely interesting because, you know, if he was just going to hop off and swim, they would not find his boat just driving around. Right. I would wonder if there's anyone else on the water at the same time driving in a boat. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. That's kind of my thought, too, because because I mean. I don't know. I mean, I, again, we don't know a whole lot about Claude, but I'm, I mean, just knowing what we know about Bobby, right? I mean, the, like, the, you know, mafia connections, that kind of thing. Like, if, I mean, again, not accusing Claude of anything or anybody else of anything, but, you know, if, if we're going with, like, the more nefarious route here, I mean, maybe he met up with someone on the lake. It's possible. So, like, yeah, I just think I, there are, I, again, lots of things that we have to definitively determine here to, like, be even be able to begin to speculate. Um, but, I mean, it could just be just total accidental, you know, total, like, total weird thing, you know, fell off the boat, like, you know, really bizarre accident. Yeah, and we'll probably never know. Well, we could. I mean, who knows? I mean, I mean, it's it seems as though, you know, I mean, it's been a long time. So it was July of 1998. So... I mean, maybe we will, maybe we won't, but it's also, I mean, like, like, like we were talking about, um, I mean, bones. So it's like, maybe like, how do you determine cause of death just based off of bones? Yeah. So, and, uh, and, you know, and what, like 20, uh, 25 years later, right. I mean, we, like, we don't really know much more about Claude's disappearance or death, um, than we probably did back then. So I'm assuming that means that we don't really have much to go off of based off of like suspects or witnesses, that kind of thing. Um, assuming that there are any, um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really see any, you know, even again, just from a surface level type deal here, I don't really see a whole lot of like avenues to go off of at this point, I suppose. So let's talk about those last two remains as well. Those were also identified. They are the remains found in October off Colville Bay. Those remains were determined to be those of Donald Smith. Donald was from North Las Vegas, but was presumed to have drowned in April of 1974. His remains were identified using DNA, and his death has been ruled an accident definitively. Huh. So I guess maybe someone saw it happen kind of thing. Yeah, I would guess so. I mean, I you you I, again, like just from preliminary investigation kind of thing cuz even when somebody's missing, I mean, you kind of have to like, you know, go through it, go through the motions kind of thing. So, yeah, I guess I guess, you know, whatever. I mean, like investigators do not make those kind of rulings lightly, especially again, considering pretty much every other case in this situation, like, you know, you would think that even if there was like a possibility of foul play that they would, you know, they wouldn't, you know, make that kind of determination. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, again, bizarre accident but still we have a you know we have a lot of bodies in this lake and so let's you know go through the whole go through the whole motions here so anyways i guess i guess that that one i you know again sad ending i suppose but like you know maybe a little bit of glimmer of hope there um only because you know they you know a family you know what 50 years later um you know got some sort of final closure even though it probably did you know rehash something up for them you know, they now they know for sure what happened to Donald and his, you know, remains have been brought home to be laid to rest for good. Yeah, overall, probably good for the family there. Yeah, I would think so. So as for the rest of those cases, those have almost all been identified, except 
for the first set of remains. Bobby Eugene Shaw's family is still adamant that those remains belong to Bobby, but that has not been confirmed as the recording of the of this episode. Hmm. So if you know anything about Bobby's case or Claude's case, call the Las Vegas Police Department at 702-818-3111. And we are also going to put that number on our website and in our show notes as always. But if you listen to episode 13, you know Jed and I are positively on the edge of our seats waiting for more news on this. Again, it's been pretty widely understood that the secrets Lake Mead has been unwittingly concealing are far from over. We are expecting more secrets to come from the lake, but the other update that Jed and I have to share is kind of bittersweet, right? Like bitter for you true crime lovers out there, but sweet for those of us who are like actively rooting for the health of our planet. So Jed, you know what? I know you've been, we've been talking about this for a long time. What do you have for us? What can you share about kind of where we are in terms of the levels at Lake Mead and, you know, overall the, the, you know, health of our um, uh, environment on that front, I suppose. Yeah, certainly. So Lake Mead has actually been on the rise as of the last month or so. And the reason for that is actually because the Western U.S. has gotten quite a bit of snowfall. And, uh, you know, the Colorado River is like 90% of the water um, that flows through the Colorado River ends up in Lake Mead. And a lot of that comes from states like Utah, Wyoming, and of course, Colorado. Uh, Utah, for example, uh, Snowbird actually hit almost 800 inches of snowfall, which was record-breaking for them. So Mm. a lot of snow... And a lot, a lot of snow. <laughs> a lot of that is going down the Colorado River and going straight for Lake Mead. So a lot of that water, you know, going straight for Lake Mead means those water levels are going to continue to rise over the next few months as the snow melts off. That's awesome. And so I also, because you sent me this actually this tweet, so I'm just going to read it off um, from uh, the, from the tweet that you sent, if you don't mind. So um, it's Las Vegas locally, which I'm assuming is some sort of um, oh no, it's just some Las Vegas Twitter account, I suppose. But um, they tweeted this video, um, the, and the the cap the tweet says the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation has begun releasing water from Lake. Powell in order to create a water surge that travels through the Grand Canyon, helping to restore sandbars and beaches before arriving arriving in Lake Mead. Um, so evidently, you know, there is this, you know, large, you know, besides the the natural, um, you know, flow of things, no pun intended, um, you know, we are talking about, um, you know, these, you know, very, um, you know, intentional efforts to try to put water back into the lake and, and um, you know, you know, hopefully offset some of this. Um, but again, you know, there's that part of me that says, you know, I know there's more bodies down there. And so I kind of <laughs> want to see what, you know, I, I I don't know. I'm like, can we just like, you know, you know, empty it out before we put real water back in? Like, just a thought. Like, I know that might not be a good thing, but just a thought. <laughs> I just I have so many questions here. I have so many questions. And so, yeah, I yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I again, I'm glad to see that, like, you know, that, that, you know, that there's starting to be some movement over there. I know we have a long way to go on that front. Like we talked about again, episode 13, if you haven't listened to that, you know, we still have a long way to go on that front. Um, but it feels good, I guess, that there are movements, I guess, to again, yeah. because we, there's, you know, we made a huge dent, you know, again, no pun intended in that, in that lake. And so I'm glad, I'm glad it's starting to, heal back up, I suppose. Definitely. Yeah. Things are looking good right now. We'll see what happens in a few years. Yeah. Well, and you know, again, I say that, but then summer's coming. And so, you know, who knows what, what would happen on that front. Right. 
So, well, that is all that we have for you on this special updated episode. And these are episodes that we really want to do way more often. Updates on cases that are more open-ended because we know you want to know about it and we want to share them with you. So this is a great reminder that if you haven't done so already, you should turn on notifications for our podcast wherever you are listening right now so that you can get our updates as soon as we put them out. So thank you so much for listening, and we will see you Wednesday for your regular scheduled episode of Crime Over Wine. Proud member of the Podnuga Network.